0: This is episode 29 on the freedom to choose your spiritual path. You're tuned in to Chats with Cat, where I catch up with my fellow Millennials every week to discuss topics related to culture, relationships, self-improvement, and everything in between. The most authentic way of building true connections is by being vulnerable and sharing your own unique perspectives. So let's start right here, right now. The spiritual journey is individual, highly personal. It can't be organized or regulated. It isn't true that everyone should follow one path. Listen to your own truth. That is a quote by Ram Dass, the amazing Ram Dass. Oh, I love him. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Chats with Kat. I hope you're all doing amazing. I'm having a great morning already and cannot wait to go about this day. I love feeling like this. I just... It's not every day that we feel like this, or a week I was just like, oh my god, but I think it's because I had a really good call with my mom this morning while I was on the way to work, and then just, you know, being excited about recording this episode and stuff, but yeah, I'm really excited. I hope you all are too. <laughs> uh, before we jump into today's chat, I want to ask you all a quick favor. If you're enjoying these episodes, please take a sec to rate and review the show after you're done listening. These reviews and ratings help to increase my chances of appearing in the apple podcast directory and if that happens i'll then be able to reach and connect with many many others so once you do take a quick screenshot and send it to me through instagram dm or twitter or through email and you may receive some really cool merch in the mail so go ahead and do that whenever you have a second and i will be eternally grateful it really does mean a lot to me so what i want to chat About this week is spirituality and what it means to be spiritual, and why people seem to think that our generation has lost their contact with God, and what it means to define yourself as a spiritual being. The way that you express yourself, as Ram Dass said, is highly personal and it's something that cannot be organized or regulated. But the thing is that the way the society has been set up thus far, religion, has been the go-to for our spiritual connection. And that is all pre-designed and that is all regulated. Our parents, maybe our grandparents and great-grandparents, did subscribe to those ways of connecting with God. But I don't think that our generation is. Not most of us. Not to say that there aren't some, but there are many of us who don't feel a need to go to church Or don't feel like when we are in church, we are doing anything for ourselves. But because we are people, and because we are all born with this inner guidance and this sense of divinity kind of embedded in who we are, a lot of us are turning to ways that are not traditional as a way of connecting with a higher power. And I see it everywhere. And when I, do, when I do see it and when I do come in contact with people who share their spiritual practices with me and who share their experiences and their journeys in trying to connect with God, I'm affirmed that we are not godless. We do believe in a God. We do connect and we have our own ways of doing that. And I think that is beautiful. And I think that our ability to embrace the uniqueness of our connections is misunderstood by traditional traditionalists and people who are dogmatic and who only believe that the way to connect with a higher power is to go to these buildings you know and it's not only in the christian sense i mean it in all in all senses and it's okay to not be in any of those circles and identify as being a spiritual person so a while back probably about a month and a half ago on my instagram story i did a poll and i asked How many of you identify as spiritual or religious? And 97% of you all voted spiritual. It is very rare that we find younger people identifying as religious people. And I want to jump into why that is. And I want to reaffirm here to you, if this resonates with you, that it is okay for you not to be religious. And it is okay for you to seek out your own path. So, obviously, we are a generation that has had access to much, much, much information. And the more we learn about some of the ways and practices of traditional religion, the more we realize that a lot of it is rooted in good faith, but a lot of it is also tainted with greed and terrible things. I mean, I don't really have to go into detail about that, but I know that you guys know what I'm talking about. So I think the more that we learn about these things, the more we're like, why do I have to go to this place that does this if there's people here who do this? And it's not to say that there isn't good in it in all of that, but a lot of us are kind of like, hmm, you know what, I would rather not even be a part of that period. I'd rather be over here by myself trying to find my own connection. And you are allowed to have a relationship with a divine that cannot be expressed into words. It's okay that you cannot express the way that you connect with God with people in your family or with the outside world because a lot of times when it is deeply rooted in your ability to listen to your own guidance and to connect, you cannot put it into words because it is so individual to you and only you know how your heart feels after you practice, after you connect, after you channel, after whatever, whatever rituals it is that you have, only you know why you do them and how you how good you feel. So just because you're not studying sacred texts doesn't mean that what you're doing is wrong or that you're misguided. If it's all rooted in love and it's rooted in your trying to connect with a light, with a higher power, with trying to do good in this world and be of service and to understand your purpose here, And to just put out goodness into the world. How is that wrong? Because something that somebody said is not the way that the way that somebody said to do something is not the way that you're doing it. How individual are we? There's 9 billion people, I think, right? 9 billion or is it 7 billion. There's billions of people here on this planet. Do we really expect for every single one of us to connect with God in the same way? No. Of course, it'd be easier, right? It'd be easier for all of us to just be grouped over here, over here, over here. And that's it and then we could just study all of them and understand everybody but we're not like that we're created as you know a culmination of experiences and and insights and ideas and all of that so of course it's okay for you to not do that for you to be like you know what you guys don't understand me i'm gonna try to understand me my i'm gonna try to understand myself and do it my way and you know it would be great if i came across people that did understand the way that i connect with god And the way that I am channeling. And the way that I perceive spirituality. But if they don't. And if I don't. If I don't find those people. It's cool. I'm over here doing my own thing. I really do believe that all of us are born with an inner guidance. With spiritual guides. With ancestors who guide us. If we quiet our minds enough. And invite them to enlighten us. All of our lives are transformed. When we do that. And oftentimes when i talk about this stuff to people i feel like i'm a little bit too airy and when i talk about ancestors and when i talk about spiritual guides and all of that people are kind of like mm, what is she talking about but it's like we see it everywhere when we talk about the holy spirit and we hear about that to me because i grew up catholic I think about the traditional Holy Spirit, right? And sometimes I'm kind of like, Meh. I don't really identify with that definition or that projection of the Holy Spirit. But when I do think about my ancestors, people who have come before me and who are always attached to me, when I think about my spiritual guides that that do exist, those that guide me, those, those are Holy Spirits. Those are good energies. Those are people, or <laughs> I guess they're people, but those are, those are energies that, are rooted in love and light and they guide us so how could i not pray to them and when i do pray to them am i not praying to the holy spirits yeah i am so you know there's like a duality in the way that we express ourselves and the way that we use these words and being able to respect that those words have multiple meanings is the the freeing part because it's not fixated it's not one just one thing and it's it's something that i think is so nuanced for a lot of people to be able to to use these words and have the freedom to to apply it to your own life the way that you see fit as opposed to taking on the way that people are telling you to do it you know what i mean so it's just i think that it's just so liberating when you're able to understand that hey like all of these words i think we're all trying to get to the same thing i think we all mean the same thing it just it's expressed differently between all of us but it's all rooted in something that's powerful and that's the thing that i i struggle explaining to let's say my grandma who is very religious my grandmother lives at church i don't know how she's not a nun honestly but you know i've heard her say that our generation is godless and that we don't look for god and this and that and it's like No, I I disagree. I believe that our generation is actively sifting through all of the archaic and patriarchal definitions of what God represents and are listening to our own inner guidance. But how could I explain that to somebody who only perceives religion and this as being the one way of identifying with a higher power? You know, I can't. So that's where I think that the conflict kind of happens and why there is some kind of misunderstanding with us and those who see God as being this one thing but it's it's just something that can't be explained for by any of the major religions and that doesn't mean that it's not true this is the realest thing that all of us can be doing is identifying what this means for us you know I feel like just like we have unique fingerprints and we have you know like our own DNA and You know, like all of these factors that make us who we are, that is just how unique our spiritual practices are. Now, like for me, my spiritual practice is simple. And I feel like this is why when I tell my grandma, it's like to her, it's probably not enough, right? Like you should be doing more. Like you have to be doing this. And it's like, my spiritual practice is simple, but it has transformed the way that I view the meaning of my existence on this planet. So because I'm not doing all of these rituals, like You know these extensive rituals that others do doesn't mean that what I'm not what what I'm doing is not powerful. So like for me, I I wake up every day and I give thanks for being alive every morning. I'm just like thank you God for another day to do what I love and to get closer to figuring out what my purpose is. I try my best to help those that are in need. So you know whether that's giving money to somebody that is on the street or it's helping one of my friends with something, whatever it is, just trying to help and make somebody's life a little bit easier because I can and because I do have the resources to do that. I invite my guides and my ancestors to intervene whenever they see fit. So at night, especially when I'm by myself, I'll just go into my room and I'll just close my eyes and I will pray. And I will say, I invite all of my guides and everybody who is with me to intervene into my life when they see fit and to help me because I really do feel like so many of us try to control every single thing and we don't surrender at all and that's when things don't go the right way and I feel like there's always this this all-knowing that can see further than we can and if we just ask them to take control and to intervene and we give them permission to do so I think life will just be so much easier so that's what i try to do as often as i can because i know i am a control freak for a lot of things so i have to check myself and say i think i know i think i know what's best for me right now but i know that you definitely know what's best for me and i want to invite you to do that please step in and just praying is an act of surrendering and i think that that is also just showing reverence to the all-knowing like hey I surrender to you. I, I'm not going to let my ego get in the way here. I know that you are the best. You are like the top dog, like do your thing. <laughs> so when I, when I pray and when I do all of that, that is my way of being like, Hey, I'm stepping back. My ego is not going to get in the way of, of what you may have planned for me. I meditate as much as I can, although I know I can be doing more. But when I meditate and when I close my eyes, when I silence, that is when the good ideas come, and that is also when you are able to quiet the mind, and that inner guidance can step in and and whisper things into your ears, and you know, change the way that your course may be going. <laughs> and the last thing that I do is that I cleanse my space. I I turn to traditional practices. I sage. I I use Palo Santo. I you know I pray as I do those things, and I really do feel like those those rituals and those little ceremonies do expel negative energy and they cleanse my space and they help my being vibrate higher and that is all I do and that has really transformed me oh and then also I just actively try to forgive that is another thing that I do I'm just always trying to forgive 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 and not hold on to anything that is heavy and that's my spiritual practice that's it and I honestly feel like as I've embraced these ways of of going about living, I'm not the same. I'm I'm happier and I'm more loving. And like I said, to many it's just like, oh, those are cute things that you do, that's not enough. But to me it is a lot and that's enough for me. So it's okay to do that. I really don't care when people tell me that the way that I'm doing it is wrong or that I may be seen as whatever. It's fine, It's you don't have to get it. I get it and if you're like me and you're creating your own your own understanding and people are telling you that you're wrong or that you should be doing this and you don't feel the need to then don't you really don't have to and I think that the more that we try to explain it to people the more frustrating it is like only talk about these things with people who understand it who people who are willing to hear and be open-minded but if you're engaging with somebody who's already very fixated and is trying to get you to convert or this like then it's a lost cause and just protect your space and your well-being and just, you know, kind of shoo it away. But I really don't feel like our generation is godless. I think that we are very in tune, very in tune. I think that all of us are more empathetic than we're given credit. And I think that we see the world as it is right now and are actively trying to figure out how we fit into this puzzle so that we can spread light and love and leave this place better than how we're receiving it because honestly the way that we're getting it right now is a lot of that shit is in shambles so we're over here trying to tune in so that we can you know receive messages so that we can be better like we're doing all this work you know i gotta say a lot of older people were not they were just you know doing what they were told i'm not trying to throw shade but you know i really do get defensive when shade is thrown on us like yo like we're out here really trying it's okay. Like, you don't have to you don't have to get it. But yeah, that's that's my bit on spirituality. I was recently told that my spiritual practice resonates with somebody deeply and that the way that I go about things is something that they want to embrace in their own life. And I was just kind of like, "Oh wow, I didn't realize that there are some people who are just trying to figure out what to do and they know that they don't fit into one thing, but they don't really know where to go next." So, I don't know if that's the best thing to do to follow me, but hey, it is what it is. And I'm willing to, you know, help and share as much as I can. So this is my attempt. So thank you guys for tuning in and uh, let me know what you think. We'll chat next week. Bye, guys. That was this week's episode. I really hope you all enjoyed it. If there's anything you would like to chat about, send an email to chats at and I'll make sure to get back to you. You can keep up with me in between episodes by following CatLantXO, that's C-A-T-L-A-N-T-X-O, on Twitter and Instagram. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. I'm sending you all lots of love, light, and good vibes. We'll chat next week.